This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. All right, Maris, how's it going? I just wanted to start this week's episode off with a little bit of a warning and an apology uh, in terms of the sound quality for this show. Things didn't go exactly to plan, so I do apologise to you, the listeners, for that. And also I apologise to Owen, who was making his debut uh, this episode on the Blue Army podcast. So uh, apologies for the technical difficulties during this episode. And uh, hopefully we'll be back stronger next week. Talking about being back stronger, the Blue Army podcast has once again appeared in the Apple podcast top 100 for footballing podcasts in the UK. Thank you all so much for liking, subscribing, downloading, clicking on links, all the good stuff that gets us into those charts. It means an awful lot to me and it gives me the inspiration to carry on and producing these beautiful podcasts. Once again, sorry for the technical issues on this week's episode. We're going to do our best to get things sorted and we're probably going to use some of that lovely sponsorship money from the old fire station to invest in some better equipment. So thank you very much for bearing with us on the Blue Army podcast. I still hope you enjoy this week's show. My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd, and you listen to the Blue Army Podcast. Hello, my name is Derek Combs, and I listen to the Blue Army Podcast. Anyway, we'll just crack on with it and see how we got on, eh, mate? Um, yeah, so pretty much um, I'll introduce you. I'll ask you a little bit about the stand and then we'll go on to uh, the, the, the Instagram page first and then you can talk about the YouTube page afterwards for a little bit. Just the simple questions, how you got started, blah, 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 how you're getting set up, how you're getting on, anything you've learned so far, that kind of stuff. Then we'll get on with the Blue Army podcast kind of stuff, the match crack, the joke of the week, the birthdays, that kind of thing. And... Um, yeah, man. I mean, like, if you've heard it before, you should you should pretty much be able to get yourself through it. <laughs> you should be all right, yeah. Yeah, anymore. It's fine. Beautiful, beautiful. So, like, I mean, like, you, you know, you're making your debut here on the Blue Army podcast. Like, uh, have you done anything like this before? Just sort of like a podcast, or is it all YouTube based and all sort of like Instagram so far? Yeah, it's all Instagram and um, well, we've put one YouTube video up, and that's some better than I thought it would, to be honest. So, yeah, this is my first time. All right, man. Well, I'll probably get on with intro- 
Nah, you'll be alright, you'll be alright. I'll probably get on with introducing you, mate. I'll probably get on with introducing you. Here we go, here we go. Oh, Rip Maras, how's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army podcast. This is, of course, episode 65. Thanks very much to Derek Holmes, who appeared on last week's episode of the Blue Army podcast. But this week, I have a young man making his Blue Army podcast debut. I'm talking about a guy trying to crack the YouTube world and also having his fingers in Instagram. We've had one of his friends on the podcast before. This young man is called Owen. Welcome to the podcast. Owen, how's it going, mate? I'm all right, thanks. Thank you for having me. (laughs) <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure man and uh, yeah like I've said we've had your friend on before um, he had a great time here on the Blue Army podcast that was way back when though and we've obviously got a lot of new listeners since then so I mean tell us about the CUFC stand Instagram page that's why uh, your friend was on tell us about your friend tell us about how you guys met and how you got started with the Instagram page well we've been missing school and we started going to, started going to games together about three or four years ago. We just fell in love with it since. And we thought we'd start just as a passion and it's it's kind of blossomed. I wasn't expecting it to do as well as it did. But uh, in the end, yeah, we've, we've made quite a channel out of it. So, yeah, it's good. What do you think it is? What do you think it is that you guys are doing that like other people aren't doing? Maybe to get sparked off on that Instagram? Is it is it all about hashtags? Like, what is it about, man? Give me a, give me a helping hand here. I don't actually know, we know quite a few people that was that were Carlisle fans from like obviously school and stuff like that. So they uh they all give it a follow and like it just sort of built and built and built as we uh we put in more and more. It was I wasn't expecting it to do as well as it did, but thanks to everyone who's followed, I appreciate it. Well, that's it. I mean, what, what's um, obviously you've got yourself on the Instagram there, but now you're setting yourselves up in the world of YouTube. I mean, I've seen a little bit of what the page is about. I went over there, give you a subscribe myself. Um, match day vlogs. I mean, what's what's what what made you think of that? Why why is it match day vlogs? And uh, I mean, what what's that? What's the challenge of that all about, man? That must be difficult, really, to to always be filming on the move. Yeah, it's, it's, it was a tough day to most of, um, of filming and editing and stuff. Uh, my mate actually pitched to me the idea and I was kind of dismissive of, dismissive of it first because I didn't think YouTube's obviously really hard to do well in because it's such a competitive thing, especially with football. But yeah, and then he kind of just did it himself. Like he made the video and I was, no offence though, I was really shocked at how well he did. So yeah, I was, I was, quite, uh, I was quite impressed with him. So... I mean, the videos are looking good, man. I mean, how do how do people get to the videos? What's what's the page called? Obviously, I'll I'll put a link in myself. But like, tell us tell us all about that, man. The branding, what's it all about? Well, the page is called. It's just called the stand. Uh, it's quite simple, I know. And yeah, as you've already explained, we match day vlogs. I think we're going to start doing obviously in the summer, January. We're going to start doing like transfer transfer news and transfer targets for Carlisle, like our dream, like starting eleven to start next year. So yeah, you can get it through. It's got a, there's a link in our Instagram bio that you can get, get access to it. And obviously, there's going to be a link at the end of this podcast. So as we grow, we're going to be easier and easier to find. That's cool, man. I mean, um, that's the kind of content I was doing over the summer. I had a lot of fun doing that kind of like predicting who we're going to sign, who 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 can we maybe slot in, and and then obviously, you know, you guys can branch out with a name like the Stand. You know, you guys can branch out, talk about the World Cup that's happening in Qatar and and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, like the the potential is obviously limitless for you guys. So I mean, like, oh, good luck uh, with that project, my friend. But round here, we have 
round here, uh, we've got some traditions to crack on with on the Blue Army podcast, mate. And uh, the first thing we like to do here is obviously the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. Is he having a laugh? I think he's trying to. It's the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. Right, mate. Sometimes this goes down like a lead balloon and sometimes this is all right. But here we go, mate. What do you call an exploding monkey? I don't know. What is this? <laughs> a baboom! <laughs> Stunned silence. Stunned silence. <laughs> Most of the jokes do deserve here on the Blue Army podcast, but that's why we have traditions here on the Blue Army podcast. And that's why we added the next segment, because it's somewhat of a pick-me-up and it adds a lot of nostalgia to uh, these podcasts these days. I'm talking about the birthdays, and the first birthday from this week goes to Mr. Mike Edwards, who turned 42, a hell of a defender in his day. Nick Anderton, obviously a player you'll remember, sir, the captain of Carlisle United last season. I obviously gave my thoughts a lot on the podcast last year about Nick Anderton and the fact that I didn't necessarily feel like he deserved the captaincy for the most part of last season. Um, what are your feelings regarding Nick Anderton? Do you feel like he was a good servant for the club? Uh, what are your memories of Nick Anderton at Carlisle United? I always, I'm quite, it's quite different to all my friends. My friends weren't a fan. I, I always rated him. I thought he was a, a bit of a workhorse. He always put 100% in. You could tell he liked the club. I think he deserved the captaincy when it came to something because he always worked hard. You can see him, he was very vocal on the pitch and obviously the managing was quite a leader in training. So it was quite different for the people when it came to London. So. I mean, I, I mean, he did have his moments with the club, but I feel like he had more bad moments than good moments. And towards the end, my relationship with the man just soured um, a little bit. But uh, carrying on with the birthdays, Craig Roden turned 29 and Mark Cullen turned 30. Not too many birthdays uh, this week, mate. Mark Cullen was, uh, I, I feel like he was a big striker back in the day. Uh, I mean, I, when I say back in the day, I don't even mean that long ago. But uh, yeah, obviously only turning 30s. Yeah, we'll plough on to the news my friend and I've got a little bit to clear up somebody pointed out to me on social media um, that I made a bit of a hash of the Morgan Feeney story last week on the podcast but um, I do want to say the news update this week is that Morgan Feeney has been passed fit uh, from those uh, heart palpitations that he was having that forced a substitution in the game against Walsall. He's been having some heart tests made and the uh, the tests have came back and everything's okay with Morgan Feeney. Morgan Feeney, a player this year that has had the chance, finally, you would say, by the age he's got to 23 in his footballing career. Somebody who's finally got the chance to play first team week in, week out and somebody that is improving in front of your very eyes, you would say, week in, week out in the Carlisle United team. Is there anyone else that's stands out for you in terms of most improved player for Carlisle United this season? Obviously, Feeney's up there. I think Howard's been amazing all season, so I don't really think I can bring him in. Um, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't really rate Jack Armour at the start of the season, but I've, I can't I can't, I can't, I can't really not say it. My opinion's completely changed on Jack Armour. Uh, I think it's more after seeing Kelvin Mellor try and play football. I've started oh. to appreciate him a lot more. Not a fan so, of Kelvin Mellor? Oh, it's, it's dreadful in my 
when he's came back from injury, yeah, when he's came back from injury more recently, the performances haven't been great. He's been caught short on the ball a few times. And that might be a factor of him coming back from injury and lacking a bit of match fitness. But I feel like he did start pretty well when he came in. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like he did, you know? What do you feel? <laughs> I... See, I don't actually, he's not, an, obviously he's not an awful player, so he won't be professional footballer, but I don't know why you'd start him over Joe Riley because the, the attacking output he brings, even the defensive output he brings is faster, he's better on the ball, he can move the ball up and down the pitch, he can pass the ball, I don't see the, I don't see the reason why you'd start Mella. Yeah, I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, are you there? Are you there? I got your back. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I do yeah, understand yeah. what you're saying. But with with Joe Riley, obviously he is a central midfielder most predominantly, and that's where most of our injuries have been with with, with Callum Guy and with um, uh, Jamie Devitt going down. So like, I would try and push Joe Riley into that midfield position, and you would try and leave Meller at right back because on paper he should be the best right back on in the club. I do understand what you're saying about leaving Riley at right back. Um, and yeah, Mella hasn't been very good recently, so I do I, I do understand what you're saying there. But on 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 um, on reflection, I do still feel like Mella's the best right back at the club, the best right back option at the club. Um, I mean, you can disagree with that. <laughs> you obviously do. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. We'll move along. We'll move along. The low news this week is that Taylor Charters was benched for Gateshead, um, who only managed a one-all draw against Kettering. Um, apparently, um, it was... It was um, I don't know, just one of those ones, mate, when it happens, you know, they just take a player out for a game and it might just be a fitness issue, might be a point. Like, he's not going to play next season and there next season, probably, and one of those moves. Um, Tristan Abraham's played five minutes for Grimsby and uh, Menezi Mempala played 15 minutes for Weymouth. Both players have only been coming off the bench for, say, like the last 10 weeks of their loan periods, mate. Um Menezi Mimpala, for me, is somebody that just hasn't had his chances at Carlisle United. And when somebody new appears on the podcast, I do like to ask them their opinions on Menezi. Um, I mean, have you had a chance to see him play? Have you seen any any of the goals that he did score in the Cup for us? Did he do anything to impress you? Yeah, I've seen him a few, I've seen him a few times. I think he's a bit hit or miss because I've, I've seen, I think I've seen him play four or five times. But some of the games he plays, he's, he's, he's absolutely unbelievable. Like I'm surprised that like he's, he's he's quality on the ball, but some games he just doesn't want to know. He doesn't like a tackle. He doesn't like he does, he's he's poor off the ball. But on 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 the ball, don't get me wrong, he's a really good player. But not for me. I don't think not for me. But I mean, I mean, if you if you've got, I mean, you don't have to choose between him and Tristan Abrahams. But like, I mean, how do you feel about Tristan Abrahams as well as a striker? <sighs> he works hard. That's pretty much all. That's the only good thing I've got to say about Tristan Abrahams. He would throw himself about, you're right. Yeah, he he did have a bit of heart, he would throw himself about, but there was none of that real quality in that six yard area when you, when you you know, when you would need it. And when I did see like his goals, he does score in flurries, which is just isn't what you need at this league level. You need consistency when it comes to goals. And and so, unfortunately, he's it's it's just not worked out for him. And obviously, he's on a higher wage. Unfortunately, he's not a player that the, the, the manager's brought in himself. And so, you'd imagine he's going to be one of those players that get moved on 
by the end of the season. And that's something that's been talked about a lot in the news, Owen, mate, is, is uh, who's going to get moved on at the end of the season, who's going to get kept on at the end of the season. Talks have been developing with manager Paul Simpson, and he has gone as far as to say that he would like to stay with Carlisle United, which is at least a new development. He's normally at least added a caveat to that statement, such as, um, I'd like to stay at Carlisle United as long as things are going to be okay and such and such, blah, 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 blah. Very political, um, but you can tell why Paul's doing that. But this time he's came out and said that he does want to be Carlisle United's manager next season. And um, I mean, well, surely now that gives him free license to start chopping heads and, and kicking ass, right? Like, surely that's going to be time for... These last couple of games might not mean anything in terms of the club's safety, but this is really a lot of these players are going to be playing for the Carlisle United careers in the next couple of games. Yeah, it's crunch time, I think, for some of the players because they've been some of the players that I've seen this season have been they've been okay, just, just okay. Which I, I don't think that's good enough for Carlisle. I think we're a big enough team to attract players that are, that are consistent at this level because. I think Carlisle, as a club, isn't in a good enough position for what it should be because we're a big club supported by one one city club, so we're well supported. We're a big team. Some of the players just don't feel like they want to be there. So it's definitely crunch time for some of these players, to be honest. I mean, I one of the Simpson, players for me... Sorry, go on, go on. I think Simpson should maybe start some players that don't normally play, just to get... Just to, Give him a bit of a know who um, who he likes, who he dislikes. Obviously, you see them all in training, but it's different in a match. So yeah, I'd switch it about a bit at the end of the season. Who do you want to see more of? I know Lewis Sandra started the past two games, but I'd like to see him. I'd like to see how he fares with Dennis up front. I think he'd be good. Um it's not many to be honest. I think I've seen everyone I need to see this year without there's a few. A few that few of the younger boys, obviously. Josh Dixon and stuff like that because they're supposed to be all right. That's about it, to be honest. I'd offload quite a few players in the year because I think we need to rebuild. Yeah, it does seem like it's going to be a bit of a rebuild job and that seems to be what the manager has been hinting at, to be quite honest, uh, after the Harrogate game. And we'll get to talking about the Harrogate game just in a little bit, mate. But um, in more news, the votes have opened for Carlisle United's Player of the Season, the annual competition that the News and Star... Uh, run link is going to be at the end uh, of of this podcast in the description somewhere so you can go and place your vote on Carlisle United's best player so far this season so obviously Owen the inevitable question to you sir is who would you vote for oh I was torn I was torn I was very torn it took me about 10 minutes to find the answer I was torn between Simeu Mark Howard and Feeney in the end I went for Howard just because he's just his consistency. He's, he's just cool, and cool on the ball. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel the same for me, man. Like I, that's the guy I went for. I went for Howard in terms of consistency, uh, putting the minutes in, first team performances. Like that's the guy you go for. Other people that popped up for me, that like, Melish has played week in, week out, and he's been asked to play pretty much all over the pitch this season, um, and 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 managed to turn out like plenty of seven performances, you know what I mean? Seven out of ten performance, plenty of good performances in terms of Mellish. He's not doing as much as catching the headlines as he used to do, but, you know, he, he is filling in when he needs to fill in. Um, so, yeah, the votes are obviously open for that. And uh, that's the end of the news. We'll move on to the match crack, Owen, and this is going to be the hard part of the episode. 
Obviously, Carla United's 3-0 defeat uh, to Harrogate Town. And uh, in tradition, as we normally do here in the Blue Army podcast, we go through Carla United's starting lineup for the game against Harrogate Town, which is Mark Howard in goal, Riley, Simeu, Feeney, Mellish and Armour across the back five with Gibson, Devine and Dickinson in the midfield with Patrick and Alessandra starting up front now I mean everything just kind of went to shit in the first half Carlisle didn't play uh, very well and uh, Simpson has rightly criticised his team Owen have you managed to uh, see were you there at Harrogate or have you managed to see some of the highlights like what's what's your what's been your view of that first half uh, in, t- in terms of Carlisle United's performance uh, I managed to get a hold of the game actually on um, I've got a way to watch all the games and I follow so I was watching that. Oh, the first it was apps. It was it was not fun to watch. I will tell you that for sure. Our midfield didn't seem to get a grasp on the game. I think Divine was absolutely shy to my my uh, my my French. Dickinson was poor. Gibson was average at best. Alessandra played okay. He had a lot of he had a few chances in the game as well, but he just he wasn't good enough. I would defend him for some of their headers, marks from the crosses. It was it was awful to watch. Honestly, worst performance I've seen under Simo this year. Massive, massive letdown. I mean, even players that you don't expect to let you down did let us down on the day. The first goal, Mark Howard absolutely caught in no man's land in two minds, whether or not to come out and claim the ball or stay in his line and, and wait for the ball, as it were, and just caught in no man's land and, and, and the header goes in, mate. I mean, um, the second goal, a set piece as well. Do you feel like... After a first goal like that, when a goalkeeper comes off his line, um, even when it's somebody experienced as, as Mark Howard, it does affect them as the game goes on. And maybe stay, sticking on his line for the second goal was, was that the best thing to do, or did it was was that another mistake from Howard? Because to be fair, like sometimes good set pieces are just good set pieces, aren't they? And that's what Harrogate do. You know, that's what yeah. Harrogate. Have, that's how they survive. Um, that's their main weapon. I don't think Howard done would. From for the second goal, obviously he made the mistake caught in two minds. So I think he made his decision. Even if it was the wrong decision, I'd rather he made one one of the other just mixed between two. I think it was more the defending for the second goal because it was awful. Eh? And our defence has been quite solid in the same way. I'll give him that, but for that goal it was it was poor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the first half was pretty much shambolic. Carlisle did actually get into it a bit more in the second half with a couple of changes uh, were made. As as in terms of these loan players that are being brought in, obviously, again, I have to keep telling people none of these players have been brought in by Paul Simpson, but he's obviously got. He obviously likes Otamei to the point where he's given him a couple of opportunities in the team, and he might be looking back to maybe bring him back next season. Um, has Otamei done anything to impress you at all? Because he's not impressed me that much. Um, I don't mind on the team. He's he's good on the ball. You could tell he's you could tell he's playing in the academy in the Premier League anyway. Because he's obviously got the quality. I don't think he's old enough to play playing league. Too. Obviously, it's a very physical league. Our league. So I think he's. I don't think his youth helps him very much. But I think in three or four years' time, he'll be a top striker. But I don't think he, I don't think he's old enough yet to fair in league two. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, you might be right in terms of development, uh, but I, I did go down to Carlisle United versus Carlisle City in a Cumberland Cup, and he, he played a large part of that game, and he was absolutely in the back pocket of a non-league defender for most of the game, and not only physically, but mentally as well. Um, and, I mean, like you don't want to judge somebody maybe perhaps based on one game, but he's also not necessarily done too much to impress me in terms of his performances at Carlisle United. Uh, the third goal... 
mate. Um, it was it was a good goal. I mean, it looked good. Carlisle maybe a bit lit, lacks a days of yeah. closing down players. We we probably made Harrogate look really good. Um, again, it's it's one of those things when you've got wingers playing in central midfield positions. They're not the the kind of players that I used to closing people down. Um, and our our midfield is slow to react when the ball is getting played around in those triangles and in those squares in those positions around them. When there's only three midfielders to fan out and do that job, and then they just found a gap, didn't they? And played a nice little one-two and got through the Carlisle back line. And it was a nice finish. And it, 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 it's just, it just really rubs it in when your team's already 2-0 down to see that kind of goal go in, to see them chasing the ball around like a bunch of amateurs. And, and then, like I said, after the game, obviously Carlisle United losing this game by three goals. So after the game, Paul Simpson's comments about the squad and now... Lending, uh, saying those words that many managers do say towards the end of the season, that you are playing for your career. You are playing for your career now, mate. And um, Owen, I mean, who's, who's top of your retain list and who's top of your release list in terms of the end of the season? Well, for the start, obviously, Mark, I would keep him. He saved us a season. Obviously, Callum Guy was phenomenal until he got injured. I'd keep Feeney. I'd keep all of our back line, I think. I think it's the midfield we need to improve on. I'd certainly be putting... I don't rate Mella. I'd certainly put Mella up there. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Devine either. I think Devine's a poor player. Um, yeah. Obviously, the boys on loan. I'd keep Taylor Charters. I like Taylor Charters. He's played in the league and the cup. I think he's been a great player. Very simple to the ball. Doesn't lose it that much. So yeah, two or three, two or three to go, and two or three to keep. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it is going to be a big, big clear out. You feel like at the end of the season, there are going to be a lot of players coming in, especially hopefully if the board get things right and manage to return the service. Does any phone always feels like I'm talking to it? Um, Obviously, if the board get things right and get Paul Simpson uh, the contract that he wants and he stays on next season, the contact book that Paul Simpson has is 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 just dreams for a League Two team. You know, the the, the players that we might be able to bring in, the investment that comes with a manager like Paul Simpson as well, in terms of more local businesses wanting to be involved in the football team, which will improve the finances of the club. Um, we always have to give a man of the match here on the Blue Army podcast, mate. And I know we've lost by three goals to nil, but we do have to make our nominations. <laughs> uh, for me, in terms of the highlights that I've seen, I'm going to give it to Patrick Omari. He looked like he was trying to chase most things down. And he just, you know, he just didn't seem to be able to, to, to really do too much. Um, so I'm just going to give it to Patrick Omari, uh, Omari Patrick, sorry. What about you? Um. I don't, I don't think Patrick is that good, to be honest. I watched the game. He lost, the, honestly, the amount of times he lost the ball from running to the middle of the pitch, getting dispossessed. His passing was poor. He made a lot of misplaced passes. Yeah. Pers- I know he missed an absolute sitter, but I give it to Alexandra. He chased everything. His hold-up play was good. Made some good layoffs, made some good passes. So I'll, I'll probably give it to Lewis Alessandro for that there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair dues. I mean, why, there's obviously a reason the manager wants to look at Louis Alessandra um, going into the team because I don't feel like there's been a knock to Dennis or anything. So um, Dennis is 
obviously a player that you want to see here next season. I think he's got an 18-month contract, so he will be here next season. Not 100% sure on that. Um, but we'll move on, mate. We'll move past that horrible 3-0 defeat and hopefully uh, look forward to better times for Carlisle United. We're going to be playing against Stevenage, uh, another side who have been in and around us all season. Um, I mean... You'd hope for better things against Stevenage, wouldn't you, mate? And uh, we, I mean, we we will make our predictions about the scoreline. But uh, I mean, I mean, how long have you been a Carlisle United fan for? Like, sh- surely you've got some memories of uh, of Stevenage and Carlisle United clashes. Oh, of course. I've been a see. This is the thing. I've been a Carlisle fan since I was the youngest. Obviously, I've only started really like really like being a diehard fan for the past three or four seasons. I don't know why. It's just. Obviously, my mate Jack invited me to a game. I just got absolutely obsessed with that. So I'm going to be honest with you, Paul. Not not many. I can't, I can't lie. <laughs> I mean, like we've got a great rivalry with them in terms of like conference fi- uh, conference finals and and uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like many many ga- many games in 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 our history and and uh, I mean they're just one of the teams similar to us. You know, we seem to yo-yo up and down between like league uh, one and two and and uh, we have good years and bad years and and uh, I mean it's it's hopefully going to be a great clash. We've got a great rivalry against Stevenage, mate. There's a lot of history there against Stevenage. In terms of their league form at the moment, they are they are doing quite well for a team in their position. Um, and uh, Carlisle haven't really been doing quite as well. So um, I'm going to say Carlisle are going to win, obviously, like I normally say. Um, but I'm going to say Carlisle are going to win just 1-0, just 1-0 this time, mate, just to get back on track. Um, what's your scoreline prediction for Carlisle, Stevenage? Yeah, yep. we've got you. Yeah. What do you think the scoreline? <laughs> what do you think the scoreline is going to be for Carlisle versus Stevenage? Um, I'm going to go with. I think it'll be a bit of an interesting. Obviously, it'll be a really tight game, as you said. I'm going to go for two-one Carlisle because we all we all love a bit more goals, so a bit more excitement. So, yeah, yeah, two-one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's your goal scorers? Go on, throw that in the hat. <laughs> Who's your goal scorers? I think it'll be a bit of a you expect. I think someone like Jack Armour or Joe O'Reilly will come back post and score. Then I think it'll be in the 70th or 80th minute. I think Amari will turn up again. I think he'll score to make it 2 1 Carlisle, and then we'll hold on to the end. <laughs> very nice, man. Very nice. Now, um, in terms of the, the, the way that the season's going, obviously we're coming towards the end of the season. Carlisle most recently making themselves safe at the end of the league campaign. Obviously, at the start of the season, surely. You were thinking playoffs, right? Like, surely you were thinking playoffs. Oh, God, yeah. I was expecting <laughs> a lot more than we actually have done. Especially in that first game against Colchester when we drew, I was a bit disappointed, but I, had, I still had faith. And then, obviously, games, had games, and losses, 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 losses. And I started to think, oh, dear, we could be in a bit of trouble here. So, yeah, I was expecting more than we actually got. But in terms of um, in terms of uh, things coming to the end of the season, there are nominations that normally happen at the end of the season in terms of like best player, improved player, and I'm going to do a bit of a competition here on the Blue Army podcast, Owen, and I'm going to have a couple of different guests on over the next couple of weeks who are all going to have the opportunity to nominate their free players for Carlisle United's. Uh, player of the season and obviously the person with the most votes will uh, go on to receive some kind of postal award that I'll post at Brunton Park and maybe they'll pass on to the player and maybe they'll take a picture of it on social media. But my friend, 
Who would you like to nominate for your three best players for Carlisle United this year? I'm going to go, obviously, Howard, because I've got a player of the season. Howard, better player uh, of the season. Makes sense. Fans crazy. Yeah. Uh, I see you and who else? It's a tough one for third. It really is, because there's been a quite a few players this year. Tell you what, I'll go with John Mellish. Yeah, I will. I'll go Mellish. with John Mellish. That's a good shout, man. That's a good shout. In terms of Simi, like obviously, it feels like he's been at Brunton Park all season long, but he hasn't. He signed at the end of uh, January and he hasn't played that many games and he didn't start that very well at Carlisle United. So, I mean, they're the reasons why he might not necessarily appear in my um, top three. But there is always something... Uh, I like to do at the end of an episode, Owen, and uh, it's quite a new feature here on the Blue Army podcast. We have been talking quite heavily about recruitments, the end of the season vibes, people getting released, people get. We have been, um, you know, talking end of the season vibes, and um, that means it's time for Skelly's newest feature, which is Skelly's shit stirrer. If you could steal two players from Barrow at the end of the season. Which two players would you steal? <laughs> Ooh. From what I saw when I went to Barrow home, Barrow away, I think Ollie Banks is a good player. I think he's he's all right for Barrow. Obviously, he's gone. The away game was quality. And then I think, obviously, I'm, I'm a bit of a Leeds fan as well. So I'd go for Robbie Gotts as well. Why not? Let's get him in. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where does the Leeds fan thing come from? Um, my dad, my whole family, really. My mum, yeah. my dad. Yeah, family. Thing. Yeah, I got an uncle that supports Leeds. Like, he used to be a season ticket holder more recently, now a season ticket holder as well. Ellen Road's a great place to go. I mean, for me, I'd probably still Patrick Brough, um, just because he's the Carlisle old boy. I uh, feel like we need more options over there at left back, someone that can maybe fill in uh, when, when, when Armour's maybe going through a bad run of form. And I would like, actually, to see Offren Zanzala come back uh, and play up front. I feel like we had something with him and he looked useful for us for, for a small period of time. And a player like, um, a manager like Paul Simpson, I feel like could use him like a, that Derek Holmes kind of role um, and have like that 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 big, strong player with the two other strikers around him that just get to feed and feed and feed goals off him. Um, so that might be quite useful, man. Um, Owen, thanks very much for joining me here on the Blue Army podcast. Um, the way that these things do tend to go is when Carlisle United lose, there's not so much to talk about in terms of news and things like that. Um, so don't feel bad <laughs> that we haven't rambled on for two hours. Um, I mean, it, it's one of those it's one of those things where you can just go short and sweet with it, mate. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And please do uh, let everybody out there know where they can find the stand on Instagram and how they can find the stand on on, on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, just, just uh, get the link on our Instagram profile. That'll be good as well because we, we're really trying to grow the channel. Obviously, yeah, more content's coming out and obviously going to be a link uh, at the bottom of the podcast as well that could help. So, yeah, come on, join the support, be part of the stand and, yeah, let's go to the channel. 
That's it, man. We'll have to get you and uh, the Blue Army TV lad, Liam Denwood, involved in some kind of head-to-heads, man. We and Liam Denwood have been going head-to-head on a couple of challenges. Um, and over the summer, we've got ideas to do more challenges. And it does involve maybe a few more faces. So, uh, I mean, that could be a lot of fun for us all to do a couple of penalty shootouts, maybe uh, maybe like a five-a-side thing. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out, man. We'll figure it out. But, mate, thank you so much for joining me this week. This has been episode 65 of the Blue Army podcast and uh, the return of the loud and local segments uh, this week with uh, the man who normally writes off the man who normally records our theme tune, Mangy Mangy Moose. He's an absolute legend. Check out his music on Spotify. Uh, Owen, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Blue Army podcast. We'll obviously try and get you back over the summer for one of our summer specials. It's great to have another young local voice on social media. All the best with all that, mate. I mean, um, I mean, there's not much left for us to say, really, apart from bye to the listeners. Um, thank you very much for joining us, Owen, mate. That was great. Uh, no problem at all. Right. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. And uh, thank you, the listeners, very much for joining us. This has been episode 65 of the Blue Army podcast. And bye for now. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. 
Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.